Welcome. Hello, everybody. Oh, it's so nice to be in the hot box tonight. Yes, it's so warm in the hot yeah. box. I don't know about, about everybody out there, but I think pretty much the whole of South Africa is in this middle of this cold snap. So we've got all the doors and windows shut and we're going to make it super smoky in here because that's what we do here at the Hot Box Show. And um, I'm back in the driver's seat today. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Myrtle and I've been sort of taking a bit more of a, a back seat the last a few weeks um, to let everybody else have the chance to present. Because as you know, we did a presenter's course and we're going to do a refresher one. And we're getting better every single week at keep, keeping the flow of the show going. So um, welcome and thank you for joining us here on the Hot Box Show tonight for episode 178. Isn't that amazing? South Africa's longest running cannabis culture show. That's you know, mm -hmm. I think that we can kind of claim that title. I mean, we're not really people to blow our own trump trumpets and, you know, first and last and biggest and whatever. We're always kind of preaching against that. But we're proud of the fact that we're on episode 178. So here with me in the studio tonight is my beautiful, gorgeous Hotbox Show team tonight. Hello, Dale. There's just Dale. Then we have Dan, Dan the Growman, and Joe, our gadget girl, or Dacha Dungaki Chick, As usual, we start tonight with our poll. Now, we came across a very somewhat, I don't know, I think a bit irritating article uh, about a story that we've all heard before about kids eating edibles and ending up um, in hospital emergency rooms. Now, we know that all of the prohibitionists all over the world are always bleating about what about the children, what about the children? And I think one of the worst people for that is uh, somebody called Kevin Sabet. And we have had the, the dubious honor of meeting him quite a few times over the years. And uh, Amy, if you're watching from Mexico, we're talking about yes. Kevin. And that's always his thing. It's like, what about the children? And then he likes to use a whole lot of statistics, which are right, okay? And he'll say, there's been an 80% increase in emergency room admissions for children overdosing on cannabis. But it went from 14 kids to say, 25 kids. I was just kids. about to say, yes, the numbers yeah. are not going to come yeah. on. You're playing a fool with us, not yeah. playing the numbers against us. Yeah, pushing numbers out just yeah. for clickbait. So what we thought we'd find out from you tonight on our poll, which is only on Facebook as usual, is who's to blame when children accidentally ingest medibles? Well, I know one particular medibles maker in... Um, here in Johannesburg, and she only makes her medibles after the kids have gone to sleep at night, and then she hides them in the garage, because she knows her kids, and they, they maybe, I don't know, like four or five years old or so, they know, they can smell that sugar, you know, and it's so, yeah, so who's yeah. to blame, okay? Is it the parents, number one? Is it the weed, because, you know, Dacha is a gateway drug, mm. or is it the manufacturer? that they're not putting it in the right packaging or whatever, or they shouldn't actually be making medibles in the first place. So parents, the weed, the manufacturer. You decide and vote in our poll on Facebook and we'll remind you throughout the show. And don't forget that we've also got to remind, I've got to remind Joe that yes. she's, we've got to come up with some sort oh, of a funky way to say this, but paper. we'd like you to <laughs> like, share and subscribe, please. Tap that you bell. Know, the bell, um, ding, ding, ding. 
I'll just remind you of what happened to us very sadly, that we cannot transmit the Hotbox show on the Dacher Couple YouTube channel anymore, and that's where we have our greatest support. And we really are battling to get our subscriber numbers up um, because that's what we're about. We want to get our message out to as many people as possible. So right now I'm feeling like my THC levels are somewhat depleted. Um, I think it's the cold weather outside. Mm. So, Dan, what have we got? What are we lanking danking today? Today we're lanking danking on some concentrates, it seems like, only. Oh, yay! So we are on the dab, on the dab train tonight. Um, that's where we start. Well, first of all, we can start with some of those. This is just some, got some really nice grinder keef at the bottom here. It's nice and mm. blondish, mm. which is really, really, really cool to me. Oh, nice nice. Mixed harvest. Yeah, that's a lot of grinding. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's hey. probably like knuckle. I'm guessing the knuckle. Uh, so some frosty butter give you that nice, yeah. nice grinder keef. And this is good. the good stuff, eh? This is the stuff that you sprinkle on top of your joints when you yeah. want to give it a bit of a yeah. And if you're patient Quite enough, you can save all that keef. It Quite doesn't take long. Once it starts collecting, you really... But you know what I find here at the jazz farm? I, you know, I have my communal grinders that everybody uses, and every t single time I go to go and see whether there's some keep in the bottom, somebody's slicked it. Mm -hmm. yeah. and everyone loves the, they loves that little bit of the bottom. <laughs> yeah. For those of you that don't know, um, pass let's me the show, top, let's let's show, show the top of the grinder. So that's your grinder there, essentially, it fits onto the top of that, and then at the bottom of your grinder, there's a screen here. So when you grind your weed through the top, it goes through the top of the grinder, and then you collect your weed out of this area here, but because that screen there, all the extra keef will fall through it. Anything that's smaller than that screen's I whole size will mm. fall into the bottom there. Mm -hmm. So that's how keef catches work. Three-piece three grinder is called. So three-piece yes. grinder. So yes. that's, that's like the most basic form of getting some sort of concentrate or you know, um, have a bit of a powerful shot. And I think it's um, I think it's nice to be able to yeah use all of that that would have got stuck at the bottom of your shot glass or yes. stuck on your scissors mm, mm. or stuck on your hands. I've only really in the last maybe two, three years started to use a grinder all the time. And I know there's lots of people out there who still do the shot glass and scissors and whatever. But to mm. me, I think it's a nice way of making a nice evenly smoking yeah. spliff. I, I sort of actually don't like these grinders anymore that separate your joint from your joint, your uh, eye from your joint. Essentially, yeah. you know, if you're going to grind a joint up and you end up with all of, well, not all of it, like a lot of your trichromes falling off and going into a separate chamber that you mm -hmm. can't actually smoke, you've just lost 10% of your joint. Mm -hmm. so, oh, I never thought of that. Exactly. Yeah. So rather, oh, take okay. the screen out and grind your weed into your keef and let it all sit in one. So when mm. every time you pour the, your, your weed out, it comes with all the keef, and it comes okay. with all the trichromes, and it comes so, with the full package. Uh, Otherwise, you're shorting yourself every single time. You don't like keeping some treasure for well, like a rainy uh, day. Yeah. yeah we, I know we don't sometimes, really have rainy yeah, sometimes, days. Yeah, yeah. We're not really rainy sometimes. day people, but there's a lot of people out there who need to save things for a rainy day. But yes, day. I guess some people like yeah. that. I like my, you know, when I smoke, I want to smoke and feel the goof. Mm. I want to get all grilled. Good. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> all so, yeah. so if you don't have that, or if you've got no keef and you want to get a bit more high, get some of these. <laughs> And these are some diamonds that we are ah, so happy to... Ah, we're just to. waiting for Wormschlang to um, yes. flip the picture. I was waiting for those mm. Wow, look at that. I think I'll wait until Damn. after the FGA update to smoke some of those. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so these are just some diamonds that we have been graced 
I'd really like to see a time lapse of how those diamonds form. Wouldn't it be? That would have been something that oh. Jules would have done. Yes. Because he was always time lapsing everything. Yeah. Oh, he was the, the time lapse king. Plants. Yeah. You can see the different facets on these things. So you can see exactly why they are called diamonds. Yeah. And they are formed with a very careful extraction method, aren't they, uh, Dan? Yeah, they are. And they take time and basically it's not going to just happen from any weed. You have to have a lot of THC. Yeah. It's quite simple. So, so is each one of those rocks in there, is that, that's all pure THC? Mm. That's THCA. You can that's see the facets. THCA. I'm just going to point with this, but you can see the yeah. facets like there. Yeah, there's Look a flat that. edge there. You can see that flat edge in that corner that you can see that line that creates a very sharp edge. Mm, yeah. That's literally how it lattices together. So when you make sugar crystals at home, yeah. and you watch a sugar crystal being built, on the string or whatever. On the string, yeah. on, the, on whatever, that's exactly what's happening here. It creates these awesome, awesome shapes and awesome, yeah, beautifulness. Yeah. Now I can say that maybe even five years ago did we know about diamonds. No. Mm. No. So Not it's quite a new ago. phenomenon and I think that that's what's really like awesome about our cannabis industry, that there's always new things evolving and uh, Dan, how much would you pay for a gram of diamonds? Wow, I don't know. Uh, I know that they go for around 700 rand, 800 rand yeah. a gram. Yeah. Easy. Uh, easy. Easy. So, so just like fine wine and fine cheese and everything. Crystal, yeah. $100 a gram. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah. is the, the moe of weed. Mm. It yeah. really is. Mm. It's the moe of weed and expect. So maybe for that special person in your life who is having a birthday and likes to dab, this would be a great, a great gift or for yeah. a special occasion. Mm. Imagine if you're having a weed wedding and they they uh when they exchange rings they also dab some diamonds <laughs> or should i just dab some diamonds in our praxis go for it pick a diamond yeah. and dab it yeah so we actually weaponized jules praxis piece we did. Uh, nice. Just to practice. honor him. Oh, the, the good old oh. praxis, yes. Can everybody see the praxis piece that we're going to use for, to dab? Or would we hold it on this side? So praxis glass is in, um, in Port Elizabeth, and he's a, an incredibly accomplished uh, young man when it comes to glass blowing, which is a, an art that Jules was completely obsessed with. And I'm busy mm. organizing a beautiful cabinet for all of his for all of his glass that he collected over the years. So shout out to Armand, he gave this um, to the Hotbox show quite a few years ago when he was just, when he was just starting mm. out. And um, we're going on a bit of a team holiday at the end of July, so um, we, for sure we're going to try and pop in at Armand in PE if we're down there. So um, May I just add that Jules was so enamored with, with glass blowing that I was I spent a substantial amount of time trying to convince one of my kids, any of my kids, please take up glass blowing because could you imagine Jules's face mm. if we could have yeah. his own glass studio here on the farm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean. Mm. And um Tonight we've got quite a thin amount of people here in the studio with us. We've got Nick and Amy and Boomschlang and um, our audience. But unfortunately, mm. Nelio, Captain Stream, couldn't be with us tonight, but we'd just like to give him a shout out there at home. Uh, Nelio's dad was diagnosed with COVID, so we're sending him lots and lots of healing rainbows. And thank you, Cap Captain Stream, for for running the show from home while you had to oh isolate. Dan had to isolate last week. And um, 
And yeah, that's just the funny world that we live in. I'll stay away from people. But it's a funny old world of weed that we live in. I must say that it feels like that we've had a very, very busy week since last Thursday. Mm. But as far as the Fields of Green update is concerned, it's... Um, We've kind of just been busy in the background, you know. Uh, we've signed up some new affiliates. We're very, very pleased to uh, welcome the Cookie Monster to our affiliate program. Um, actually, the two oh, the brothers, man. the Cookie Man. The Cookie I'm Man. The cookie monster. <laughs> sorry, 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 dudes. It's okay. Change the name of your business. We prefer it. You know what's really nice about this young partnership, and of course, because it's a. Um, an edibles company. We can't uh, advertise too much, but these two young men have been with us as part of the team in the periphery for very many, many years. In the old days of trying to get the Dacher couple together, um, they were always around. And uh, the one, the one brother, he um, was one of our very first busts. He was bust in Brixton, and I remember Jules and I jumping in the car and racing down there and fighting with the cops and. Long before we had joined the queue or anything yeah. like that. So it was very nice a few weeks. I don't know if you remember, maybe it was a few months ago, we had all these edibles on the table, like tubs and tubs of them. Mm. Oh, yes. Well, that was, them. That <laughs> was, and I'll get it right, the cookie man. <laughs> and uh, we'd like to welcome them to the family. We'd also like to report that um, our application to have an interdict against the South African police is going well. We signed some more papers this week, and uh, you know how it goes. It just has to follow its its process. Mm. Uh, we've got a little bit of wind on the air that the Hayes Club case is going to be postponed and that it's not going to happen in June. So that was a little bit of interesting snippet of news. I haven't had it confirmed in writing yet. Mm. And, um, and other than that, we... Um, we are really looking forward to to yeah, <clears throat> carrying on with our new campaign that we are going to be launching in June, which is still a secret, so look out for that. And it's all got to do with knowing your Dacha farmer. Knowing <laughs> your Dacha farmer. Yeah. So um, I think what I've done is that spliff, and I didn't even have any of that things. I've jumped to this Fields of Green update, okay. where we should have had CBDNN first. So... We moved it around. Actually. Yeah. So as we were saying in the poll, we came across this interesting article, didn't we, Daniel? We did, yeah. As more states legalize marijuana, more children are accidentally ingesting THC-infused edibles, or THC-laced edibles, as they say. Prohibitionists love that word. Yes. Mm. So over the past year or so, poison control centers across the U.S. have all um, seen a spike or a rapid rise in the cases of children that have accidentally ingested THC children landing up in the ICU as young as three, four years old. In, in the article you see here, they mention two kids that are 12 and 13 years old, She's quite young. So, I mean, they quick Yeah, but that's a, that's a bratty age. Yes. Yeah, you see, so mm. it's, it's, it's not even just about accidentally mistaking it. It's yeah. they, they might be going out their way at that age. They're too. sneaking around the house looking for yeah. that stuff. So... The officials are quick to point out that while the number of children winding up in the ER after these cases 
are rising rapidly, they are nothing really in comparison to cases of other incidents like children ingesting household cleaners and, and oh. rat poisons and stuff like that as well. Okay. So it's nothing in comparison to... No, I was just skimming through that. Kids eating yeah. compost and chicken shit and you know, I think it just this is this is exactly like how Paul is and it's the parents to blame, I say. Simple, straight up. I said As a parent, I agree. How the hell do you let your kid go and eat something that you know the kid should not be eating? How do you leave something like light lying around? Gun owners know not to leave their weapons alone lying around. And they don't. Even booze, exactly. You generally would keep booze in a cabinet above where child can't get to. Like it's just a you would, you know. I mean make parents don't, some parents don't, whatever. But it's the parents to blame. 100%. Yeah. No one else. If I'm spending money on edibles, I'm locking that shit away because it's expensive and it's not eating it all. And look, some of us know what it's like to accidentally consume too much THC. Mm. Yeah. It, can, it can be a horrible, especially if you're not expecting it, you know? Yeah. So for a five year old, it's not a pleasant experience. Nothing is, nothing is necessarily going to happen in terms of their health, it's not detrimental to them. But just understand that they're gonna need to sleep it off or kind of like yeah. help themselves through it. So um, it is also worth pointing out that they need restrictions on what the candy looks like. Yes. So nothing like anything that looks like your Skittles or gummy bears or anything shaped like insects yeah, or animals. Yeah, put it in an opaque container. Fruits or things like that as well. Some of the even straight up cookies, no baked yeah, goods. Yeah, so yeah, again, mm. a lot of the states. Yeah. Yeah. No what? No baked goods. goods. Some of them even on shapes of gummies. Yeah. Mm. That was quite mm. interesting. So shapes of gummies and most states won't even allow gummies. It's just baked goods. Yeah. Anything that's kind of seen as something a child is into, mm. yeah. they, they're banning immediately. So I, I think it should be um, the, the, the kid taking too much edibles should be the gateway to better education yes. because you know I think I've seen that there's a trend of advice to parents to talk about sex earlier mm. and earlier on because I think with our human evolution and mm. the society we live in uh, kids mature much quicker and then and there's there's this I'm sure there's always been pedophiles and always been just as hey, many pedophiles, but now we have this, we're evolving, you know, we have this awareness of this danger to our kids, of the dangers of the internet and everything. So if something goes down with your kid mm. to do with, mm. um, say, something naughty that they were mm. watching, you will sit them down and you will say to them that that is inappropriate and you'll give them a little talk probably about sex. I don't know, I'm not a parent. But the one thing that we really wanted to point out in the manifesto, um, and it all comes back to the manifesto as usual, is this, this idea of the minimum age for cannabis. And I think that if there is su sufficient education, we can maybe mm. go get some place with this minimum age. Because we have to make it 18 in South Africa. Mm. But by the young. time that get, kid gets to be 18, they must know everything about cannabis if they're interested. Yes. Yeah, you know, yes. and they, can, they must be able to go and get that information on the internet mm. and from reliable sources, mm. don't you think? Yes. Hey? Well, yeah. well, more than yeah. that, if, if we accept that the, the ECS, the endocannabinoid system, is a part of our biology, yes. it will have to be Good taught point. in schools. It will yeah. have to be. And yes. universities. Yep. Just, yeah. There's I no way around it. I think they just need to get yeah. over it. They're really just a whiny bunch of fucking I'm just curious. Like, yeah. like Warren says, you know, like when yeah. you used to steal your uncle, your uncle's whiskey, you, ever, you know, mm. come on, man. Yeah, you know, kids will do that yeah. and they're, they're not harmed by it. No. Luckily, it's not heroin. 
Like if you have yes. heroin lying around, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, sorry no, to say no, the word, but, but, if, but if you know what I mean? Like, it, that's what happens. Yes. Yeah. That's well, the same with cigarettes. Of, if you let your cigarettes yeah. lie around, you the kids are going to get addicted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was or some my sort parents. of really, yeah. really potent alcohol, like Schlipperwitz or some sort of straw mm. rum or something that can make them, you know, like really, really. When a child has been drinking, you know that they're drunk. A lot of parents don't recognize the effects of edibles in kids, and I think. And they're too scared to tell them. I'm of the opinion, and this is just my opinion. And this is not fact, I'm guessing. I'm assuming. But I think that at least half of those cases shouldn't ever have wound up in hospital in the ER room. If yeah. the parents had realized that if their kid had eaten a medible, they wouldn't yeah. have even bothered. They would have given them some black pepper, some CBD. They would have, whatever, they would have just said, just go and chill out. Yeah. Exactly. Go sleep. The only yeah. reason the kid ended up in hospital is because suddenly it's like. Panic. Yeah, a little bit. And if you, not if you work in the whatever. ER or the medical field and this is a situation you're faced with, with a mm -hmm. child that's taken too much THC, just be calm. Just make sure that try keep and get the person hydrated. Mm -hmm. yeah, if you check the vitals, warm. nothing is yeah. going to change. Yeah. They are going yeah. to be fine. I think the one thing that we all know from taking too much edibles is you get so incredibly cold. And yeah. that can yes. make you shiver and then that's scary yeah. and it feels like maybe you're having a seizure. But then also, let's just point out that if you. If the kid is overdose, overdosing, is having an, an, an medical event from edibles, it's not fatal. It will never be yeah. fatal. Yeah. If a kid has a medical event Make from sure downing down a bottle stairs. of chick, they will die. Yes. Don't, they will yeah. die from something that is far more available in every home across the country. Or your prescription pills there in your cupboard. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 So for future people in the industry, label your products properly. Don't yeah. make them Make sure it doesn't sense. look anything like can candy packaging mm. or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I would Apparently. say if your parent also have some, and you know there's there's weed around, or there's a chance that the edibles mm. might be found, or there's the tummy, always just have a bottle of uh, quite potent CBD, mm. because all that's why none of us like CBD because it takes your highway, mm. and we've seen it. Or we've a cupboard it. that locks. Uh, I have a parent. I have a cupboard that locks. Yeah. The key I lives with me. Nobody else has the key. Or emergency rooms should have the CBD. Because <laughs> we've seen it with an adult woman, but she was quite small built, mm. who, who had an edible and a, and a horrible experience. And I promise you, 10 drops of CBD, and she was. Two minutes. Two minutes, and she was straight yeah. again, and she was. From so, 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 so parenting tip, keep a bottle of CBD. Mm. Yes. I'm just very straight <laughs> up with my kid. I'm like, listen, yeah. you see these cookies? These are for adults. Do not eat them. It's mm -hmm. quite simple. Do not eat these. Do you see them? Yes, I see them. You can't eat them. Your kids can. Yeah. Then he knows. He's like, okay, I can't eat those. And he ever sees those things like, can I eat these? I'm like, uh, no, you can't. That's as simple as it is. Just educate yeah. them. Say, this is for adults. It's yeah. simple as like, why can't eat them? Because you can't, dude. Yeah. You just can't. You'll know when you're old enough, but right now, you cannot eat it. Yeah. yeah. What Simple. is everybody saying in the um, in the comments? Nigel saying about educate your kids. To your kids. That's it. Talk you about see, it. that's the thing, and that's why I think that if there is an incident like this, but even if there isn't, it should be a a gateway to speaking to the youth about about mm. cannabis. And then also in our manifesto, we we mention right near the end um, in in section six. Point three, prevention, education, and harm reduction. Because in drug policy circles, oh, this harm reduction thing. But that is what mm. you're doing. Mm. By saying to your son, you see these, and making sure that your general discipline yeah. means that he believes you and yes. that he will stay away from and he will listen to you, then there you've done it, a harm reduction move. Yeah. And it's also, it, becomes, yeah. it comes with education. Obviously, when he gets yeah. older, he'll be like, okay, but why? 
Yeah. Then I'll explain it in, in, in a yeah. way that he can understand it or, you know, give him more understanding. And then it's about educating, harm reduction and... Sorry. Prevented by being point. proactive and teach your child or teach the person or give them yeah. you know, the warning. Like the manufacturers, be proactive that's by thing. putting a label on. Make a thousand milligram gummy. No, yeah, that's also awesome. yeah. that's the other problem, and then make ten in a pack. A gummy, especially. You know? yeah. If it's going to be a thousand milligrams, make it like in the shape of a skull or something that you know it's not for yeah. a kid to eat. You're not going to eat all of it. Also, make it difficult. Yeah, yeah I mean, but also, you know, we also can't it, be like that because you know you can yeah. go and buy shooters, alcohol beverages that come in a wonderful colors and mm. all these funky flavors yeah. and if the kids saw it they'd be like bubblegum flavor they'd be like wow mm. let me taste it yeah exactly you, can, you can't stop yeah. them from making it like that you just have to educate them or let them have that swig let them have that swig and they'll be like damn i'll never have it again <coughs> do you know how many you times know? i went to family functions as a kid and i ate those chocolates with the, with the alcohol yes and i love chocolate eh? <laughs> so, so gobble i gobbled them down and i was i was drunk that day of course yeah where i shouldn't have been as yeah, a child i should have been warned off it you know yeah yeah um, if you want to uh, do a little bit more research on um, all of this harm reduction, education and prevention, you can consult our manifesto. You know, we're always bashing on about our, man our manifesto because we are so proud of it. Now, this particular book is actually on its way to our Honourable Minister of Finance, um, Minister Tito Mbaweni. And he's been a bit in the news lately. Mm -hmm. um, and we've always been quite fond of him. We love the way that the media make fun of his shoes. We love That's the fact him. that he posed in front with his with his Dachebusch. And, um, and so we have sort of found a way that we might just be able to get a copy of this book. So it's going in a nice envelope with the mm -hmm. Fields of Green sticker on the outside with a beautiful handwritten note and a covering letter. So out, everybody out there, please hold thumbs that Good we get vibes. it right. Good because we've got this plan and we think that it's respectful mm -hmm. and we think that it might just work. Because, you know, we're busy sending um, sending the manifesto, manifesto out to all of the stakeholders. Um, but he, actually, yeah, yeah our Minister nice Tito. Yeah, into yeah. our next topic is yeah. actually. So yeah. Our Minister Tito has been in the news and Dan's going to tell us about it in our second CBD and ends insert. So, as we all know, Tito likes to grow and what he's basically saying is SA Finance Minister calls for full legalization of cannabis as a taxable product. This is the latest from our favorite minister. <laughs> South Africa's uh, finance minister, Tito Mboweni, has called for the full legalization of cannabis. He says ca cannabis should be a legal, taxable product that generates money for the fiscus, creating jobs and brings illegal farmers into the economic mainstream. Oh. It's simple. He simple. wants to include everyone. He knows that there's, the, there's worth in what cannabis has, the worth it has in the they industry. It, it can, it can, it's a player in the game. They must be able to play. That's it. Boom. And if you bring them in, they will provide money to the country because they're happy to pay. Yeah. Uh, the minister was in a private converse, con conversation with Cannabis Africa, publisher Brett Hilton, Nietzsche in Limpopo, uh, welcoming the fact that the National Cannabis Master Plan is likely to be presented to NEDLAC this week. NEDLAC is a forum of key economic stakeholders that Mboweni was instrumental in setting up during his time as Labour Minister. Well done to Brett yeah. Hilton Barber for securing that interview. Sure. You know, he's a veteran journalist. And, um, yeah, and he's been around since the... the, the bad old days of apartheid and all of that and I think um, much respected and he is the publisher of 
uh, Cannabis Africa, the, okay. the news portal where this comes from. Well, they've organized the interview, so... Don't you just love this picture? There's a huge... They've got this yeah. huge big red circle around the cannabis tree. They I, can't bet you they were the all standing the there, I bet you they were all standing there looking at the small plant, pointing out the small plant and be like, wow, look at this cannabis plant. Well, I just think that just tells you absolutely everything about the state of things as they are. This is literally it. This picture I mean, in South Africa. You know, the fact look that, at that bush. Yeah, the fact <laughs> that this has happened, like we, we, this is put out to the public and then our ministers pushing, the finance ministers pushing something to be... Mm. Actioned and it's not being actioned with like immediate effect. Yeah. Clearly, that's exactly they're not they they yeah. they're not looking yeah. in the right place as the picture puts yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Uh, they're looking in the wrong place. Things. This was a picture. Yes. One picture we see in text. Thank right you. There. This was a picture that uh, Tito tweeted a while yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah. And now they've taken this picture and they've circled so what they thought I, I, is the cannabis, but they don't see. I think that the they cannabis. should. Read the manifesto and go to Hello Cannabis 101. Well, it's the yeah. first chapter of the manifesto. We don't smoke the leaves. Well, I think the, I think the fact that um, we're going to get one of these two Tito um, yes. is going to really thumbs. well. Everyone, thumbs. hold thumbs, please. And even if you ever see him or if you ever get a on a tweet with him, point out to him that this is coming to him. That he must yeah. look at the manifesto. That it is on its way and that it is something that you believe in as well. So. Mm. Please. Yeah. Yes. And you'll read see it. Read through you, this. If you want to save the um, bit.ly link to the manifesto download page, uh, you just have to look at one of our social media feeds. Dacha mm. Couple, um, Fields of Green, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those. You'll pick up that bit.ly link or you can go to the manifesto page on our website and you can copy paste that to a little note on your phone. So when you're sitting there and going through Twitter while you're waiting for something, and you see, ah, there's somebody talking about cannabis. Drop that link to the manifesto in there. Have it at hand. It would really help us. And then if you come across somebody who should have a hard copy, particularly mm -hmm. a government person or a big business person or somebody who's sprouting out about how much money they're going to make from cannabis, uh, they say to them, oh, have you read it? Have you read it? This should be the guiding document for everything. Or how much money they have to invest in cannabis. Sure. They should read exactly. this first. Yeah, we just, I think if we push, the, put, push Tito's name on all platforms, make yes. him an at on every platform you ever can go on, yes. always say Tito, look here, Tito, look here, get him aware of how much oh, there is activity way, happening in the yeah. cannabis scene so that he can see that it's not just maybe the one side that he might see. We need to know? make him we our We need to, team. essentially we need to, you know, yeah. we have to, we have to side with him, well not side, but at least get, his, get him on our side and listen mm -hmm. to us a bit more and get him to yes. open his mind and say, look, cool, yes. we'll look yeah. at that. That yeah. is the main goal. Yeah. The because it's not a case of when, you know, everybody's going on and about, oh, they're taking such a long time. No, slow down. Mm. It's a case of how they're going to do it. Slowly and we education. would rather wait for a bit longer yeah. because I don't know about everybody else, but we've been yeah. hearing a lot on the airwaves of how um, there's R&D cannabis that's flooding the market mm. and bringing the prices down and all of that. We don't want to rush this. We really don't. Mm. And we'll mm. get Tito as an ally, hashtag Tito Mbaweni, hashtag Dacha Minister, mm. whatever you want to, at Tito Mbaweni. I'm sure you'll find creative ways to do that, eh? While yeah. they're busy working out the how, it would be super, super, super nice if they could just let the cannabis prisoners out in the meantime. Wouldn't that be like, nice? Save a bit of money. Stop yeah. the cops. Save, uh, save some money on not having to feed some prisoners that really shouldn't be in. But, you know, the yeah. problem is going to be they know that it's going to be apparent that their numbers are going to be down. And they're going to have to replace those numbers. Yeah. They're going to have to actually work. Dacha bus with something else. 
How about hijackers? Get all the hijackers. The smash and grabbers, you know exactly where they are every day, the same place, the same time. Yeah. You know? It's also serious, though. I think that um, a lot of of people who are getting up our noses a bit, if I can put it that way, you know, all these business mergers and things that are going on is all a bit nauseating, <laughs> really, um, that we have to lighten our content a bit. And if you ever do come across any government ministers or big business, ask them to watch this show so that we speak about a bit of the serious and a bit of this and a bit about the cops and a bit about policy and, and all of that. But we also, we also know what we're doing because we're, we're a very close-knit community, the cannabis community, both in <laughs> South Africa and, and around the world. And uh, that's why we consider ourselves authorities to, um, to judge whether something is shit or lit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in. That was that spliff that I just smoked. <laughs> <laughs> I was only going to have a few tokes after the fields are green update, and then I had a few tokes, and you know what? It works, the stuff. The stuff is lit. It's amazing. Lit. It's so, Joe, tell us what have so we got So, today tonight? we've got some grow bags that have been sent to us by Seeds of Hope um, down in the garden root sort of side. Um, I've made go. a nice little video yeah. explaining how they work and why you would sort of I think it'd be quite cons. a nice shopping bag. Eh? Very much yeah. so. Durable. I think so. Durable. Yeah. Well, could just grow in your shopping bags. bags. As yeah. Yeah. bags. Yeah. Because these are just airbags. Nice. Yeah. Very nice material. Very, very yeah. nice. I mean, it's a compressed um, felt. Oh, it's look so non so beautiful. Look at the handles. Exactly. It's got this lovely dacha leaf print on the handle. Isn't that a nice touch? And there's touch. white ones and then there's... There's she a, does a a wall hanging, wall we'll get into. So I made a whole video showing like mm. what they're for, why you would want one, pros and cons. Oh, I like cool. the wall hanging. Let's, let's check that video. Let's watch the video. Tonight on Shit or Lit, we have grow bags. More specifically, these are seeds of hope grow bags. Now, grow bags aren't a new thing. Uh, we've all seen them around. Uh, they certainly aren't a new idea. In the ancient times, uh, the Egyptians would weave plant baskets um, out of whatever they were weaving plant baskets out of, and the Greeks would use woven containers um, for the rooftop gardens because they could easily be moved. I mean, this is pr pretty um, appropriate for modern times. There's a lot of people living in townhouses and complexes and uh, small spaces where they can't have um, gardens to, to grow their own stuff. So patios, balconies, grow bags are absolutely amazing. I wasn't quite sure how to do a shit or lit on grow bags. So what I've decided to do is to tell you about the advantages and maybe some disadvantages of using fabric grow bags. And then I'll show you what we have with these grow bags. And then I will let you guys make up your own minds. The first pro to using a fabric bag is the air pruning. 
So what is air pruning? Let's talk about air pruning for a second. Um, when a plant is grown in a container, it sends out roots that tend to grow towards the edge of a, plot, a pot. Now in a plastic container, those roots will begin to circle when they reach the edge. And they go round and round and round the perimeter of the pot looking for air. And eventually this process creates a huge unhealthy root mass that chokes the plant. And left unchecked, this root circling will eventually kill the potted plant. Grow bags eliminate the root circling altogether because the fabric materials allows air to flow in and out of the pot. When roots reach the edge, they're exposed to air and become dehydrated. The dehydrated root tips stop growing and sends out an army of lateral roots. These lateral roots branch out to form a dense network that extracts moisture and nutrients. The next pro with your grow bags is that you can say goodbye to overwatering. Now, hands down, uh, overwatering can be the number one killer of potted plants. Uh, the plastic and the clay pots are especially prone to overwatering because they allow the moisture to pool at the bottom of the container. Even the pots with the drain holes are vulnerable to moisture buildup, uh, and this can result in root rot, fungus gnats, and a host of nasty pets. Fabric pots are virtually impossible to overwater. Thanks to the permeable structure of the fabric, water can flow down and through the bottom of the pot, draining evenly and preventing pools of standing water from forming. The fabric also wicks moisture from the sides of the pot, so it keeps the soil perfectly moist but never wet. The elimination of overwatering is a major reason why fabric pots are superior, at least, to clay and plastic containers. The next pro I'm going to talk about is breathability. So, leaves produce oxygen through photosynthesis, this we all know. Roots don't have that luxury. Like us humans, they have to absorb oxygen from the surrounding environment. In clay and plastic pots, root oxygenation occurs only at the surface. In a fabric container, the oxygen flows all the way through the pot, makes direct contact with the root zone, and this allows oxygenation to occur throughout the entire root mass. The result is a robust, healthy, expansive root system that supports a bigger plant with bigger yields. Next up we have much less heat stress. In clay and plastic pots, roots are vulnerable to heat buildup in a container. Months when the unforgiving sun beats down on your garden, plants are exposed to chronic or acute heat stress and may never recover. And even if they do, their crop yields will be diminished. Thanks to airflow and moisture wicking, fabric grow bags are resistant to heat buildup. The cooling effect of the airflow is self-explanatory. In the same way that sweating re regulates human body temperature, moisture wicking carries harmful heat away from the root zone. This is because evaporation is a cooling process. When water evaporates from the surface of the fabric, it carries heat away with it, keeping the roots nice and cool. And of course, nothing in life is perfect, so we are going to look at the cons of using fabric grow bags. Um, there's not a lot. There's not a lot that I could find. I think it's fairly obvious that the first con would be durability. Um, these bags are not going to last an entire lifetime. I've heard general consensus is that they're going to last two to three growing seasons. The people have suggested that they could last as long as four to six seasons. Of course, this is going to depend on your environment, uh, conditions that bags are stored in, and what it's made out of. The next con, uh, it's kind of a con, but you know, not also really. It would be aesthetics. 
grow bags traditionally aren't as pretty or chic as ceramic or terracotta pots. Um, they're typically a solid color, they're black or gray, they don't really come with patterns or designer motifs or anything like that. Um, whilst hard body pots in contrast have a lot more flair, they're more shapely, funnel, cone shaped, they've got character, glazes, paints, whatever, textural interest on the surface. These particular grow bags, however, I'm loving the, the use of the shwe shwe lining, um, edging and handles. I'm loving the, the use of hemp for the edging and the handles and also the cannabis print uh, material. But um, not all grow bags are ugly. Okay, so let's take a look at these Seeds of Hope grow bags. So what we've got here, these are really nice compact felt uh, bag. They come in a variety of sizes. This handle is made out of hemp. Um, the inside of these bags are square. I love a square bag because my uncle taught me that round makes root lock and square doesn't, especially when you're digging a hole in the ground. These are the cannabis handles, nice and strongly uh, sewn on, really no danger of tearing off at any time soon. These are, they do have a range of bags that have the Velcro. Uh, if you have a look on the website, there are options of bags available with the Velcro side available. Makes it much, much easier to repot things. Uh, if you're growing a small little bag of potatoes or something like that as well, I suppose. Everything folds away quite nicely so that it's all compactly stored. She does really sweet gift sets and things like that. I mean, look at this beautiful little thing. You can hold a little uh, pretty flower pot plant on your desk, in your kitchen, for herbs. Uh, it's pretty. It certainly falls a steps aside from the con of aesthetic we spoke about earlier. These, This range has the hemp lining. This is so exciting. This is a wall hanging. So this you are going to be putting, again, I think herbs you, in the garden, on the patio, little pretty flowers, just something nice and small, something easily accessible. It's lined with the shui shui. Uh, and I think that that would make a really pretty addition to any kitchen or patio. Let's have a look at this handle on this big bag. You can see it is quite well sewn on. Um, they've not messed around with the stitching there. They're not wanting it to fall apart. They've realized that it's going to be carrying heavy soil plants. It's not made for light work. So I would say that the, the, the quality is, looks really, really good. We're going to need to test this over some time. Uh, but in the meantime, she has donated all of these to us at Fields of Green Fall, and these will be added to our goodie bags for prizes. Yay! Thank you so much, Seeds of Hope. Thank you Yay. so much, Seeds of Hope. All Seeds of these of bags, Seeds guys, are going to go into the pot with all the prizes and everything. We've got so many of them, they're like just... It's so tons exciting. And, tons and they just keep coming out of this bag. I, she sent me a personal <laughs> gift, and I'm even going to throw that in the, the mix because it's so awesome. So the price is really, really reasonably priced, uh -huh. uh, competitive, absolutely competitive. If you spend more than 700 bucks online, you will get your delivery free across the country, anywhere. I think that's pretty cool. That's cool. I think that's very cool. What do you guys yeah. think? I, I, I'm, look, I'm, I, 
I've grown with fabric bags. I've tried every single kind of iteration that's ever come out of fabric bags. Fabric bags. Mm -hmm. These guys are very rugged, um, but the thing with fabric bags is they get a lot of algae. So that's mm -hmm. the one downside with fabric bags. No matter okay. what, they become green with algae, but they do make the plants grow really, really, really bushy because the roots can like. So can you reuse it though? Can you reuse it? Yeah. Well, you yeah. can take it. Yeah, you just take it. If you take these after you, you've grown something and you want to give mm -hmm. it a revamp, you can just take it and mm -hmm. let it dry out in the sun, like really dry it out, and then give it a good spray down, a good wash, and then just go for it. Mm -hmm. Even with algae or the stains or the yeah. whatever Especially it is, the you get no, a lot it's of. It's not going to look pristine like no, that. No, don't expect long. it to look like yeah. this. It's not going to be it's nice. Not a Decor a, item. a plastic pot will always yeah. have a much better look compared to one of these in yes. terms of yeah. as it's growing. Out, outward look, yeah. The salt the build up you'll notice heavily on these bags. You'll see salt oh, okay. build ups immediately. Yeah. Like and that's, that's one yeah. thing that, that you should. Is that something that you don't want for you your plants? You don't really want it also sometimes on the bottom of the plant because obviously if there's too much salt on the roots and it gets a little yeah. bit moist and the roots are touching that salt, a high concentration of EC, which mm, is basically minerals, it'll burn them. So it's not good to have that. But if you manage it right, they're amazing. I okay. saw. But wouldn't the salt pool in any kind of pot? Well, no. The plastic. It just depends. This this with one absorbs plastic, it. With the plastic, it won't absorb. Be, It'll run uh, down with yeah, the moisture. Crystallize in the bag. Okay. Yeah. And do uh, you have okay. the plastic? It washes out. Yeah, it washes okay. down. Yeah, as soon as this gets wet and then it dries off. If you, even if you take salty water, like literally it's a table salt it's water, like growing the THC exactly, it will okay. it will just make more salt on the surface. But if you manage it right, there's no problem. It will. Be fine. And then can you put that part, uh, do you put it flat on the ground or do you have That's to have good it you up on a pallet or There's something like that? There's a local South African supplier, I saw them, um, they have just brought this, or well, they've got this product where you can actually put these on a small stand. Oh yes. Where it and keeps it, it off the floor and yeah. what it allows then is there's air yeah, passes underneath it and it also allows the drainage, the drainage to happen to the outside edges. Yeah. But if you don't have that, you're doing it fancy, put on a pallet. Or, or yeah, pallets or rot, or on a few bricks. Or bricks, whatever. Just yeah. lift it off the floor. You've got to obviously try something. and get it off the floor a little I bit. Run them in sauces. And yeah. Mm. Get some sort of plastic yeah. grid, put them on top of a plastic grid or something. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, these are good. They have a few competitors in the market. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing. No, they but do. these ones are good. I, like, I also like that they're square. Do the competitive ha and the have as wide a range? Yes. Like from that tiny little, yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah. so they've got from the smallest to the biggest. Yeah. Everything. There's all kinds of shaped squares. There's they're now making ones, custom yeah. size, you know. So now oh, they're, nice. it's, you know, they're now oh, making, they make them in big beds also. So if you want to get a massive bed, you mm. can make it. She yeah. does but, them custom size. Yeah. You let her know what size your tent is and she'll I make it to fit. They're really good pots. What sets this product apart is that, is that there's a very definite community involvement. That's what I was going to say about are, where they come that from. That are making these yes. bags. Joe, tell us about that. So, I mean, there are a few families who are surviving off of making these bags. Um, it, there's a single mom running the company and she's got local ladies helping with the sewing. And that's at least like three families. I think the location of where know, these bags are being produced have their own mm -hmm. selling power because they, they, like you say, they are servicing a local market and people should support them because essentially these are it's exactly. just down the road. And where, like are they, where are they where based? based? Um, down the Cape side, I want to say Garden Route, maybe George, there's a G word. Uh, okay. Right, well, cool. I hope they're in all the grow shops down there. So if yes. you live down mm. in that part of the country. And just a shout out to everybody who's watching tonight now. While we had the cutaway, we were looking through the feeds, and it's great to see Amy's watching from Mexico, and it's good to yeah. see Chris Kader. I believe you haven't been well. 
I'm glad that you're watching with us again and lots of the old names mm. Russ Yellow and Ricky Stone, our darling Ricky, Captain Green, um, Brother Green, sorry. Um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for the support. Remember to like, share and subscribe. But I think share is should be it should be the and most comment. important one for tonight share the show yeah. with your friends right. and say to them hey tune in for an hour on thursday night and you might actually learn something mm. uh we're trying to create that balance as always of getting really stoned and just talking shit oh, or ed educating people mm. or sharing the news with with uh with what that we've seen come across our feeds during the week so <laughs> As always, if there's anything that you'd like to see featured on the show, Nigel Connell, thank you so much for your lovely long list. Nigel, we're going to get you on the show one day, my brother. Actually, yep. remind me to hit you up. And also, folks, while we somewhere around the shit or look vibes, if you have a product that you would like us to do a review on, please contact us. We do have a contact us form on our website. Otherwise, slide into our DMs on any of the social medias or joe at fieldsofgreen.org.za and if you are if you're running a cannabis business please consider becoming an affiliate company mm. with fields of green for all we wouldn't be able to do this you know we're very far away from monetizing the hot box unfortunately yeah. so um all of this does cost us money to to run but we figure it's worth it you know yeah. we come back here week after week and um and decide whether it's shit or lit. So we haven't decided whether it's shit or lit yet. I think it's lit. I think it's lit. Community involvement. No matter what they are. Get the vocal really nice. ones. Yeah. 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 The, the, the um, employment opportunities yeah. for women, I think, is something that's always very, very close, yeah. close to my heart. So now, you can get involved in our Instagram competition. Wait, we're great about it. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, we really like to engage with our community as much as we possibly can. And as, as of this afternoon, there were over 14,000 posts on hashtag hotbox show. So get over to hashtag hotbox show and um, make it 14,001. And then we will scroll through all of them. Well, Charles will. And we'll filter all of the ones that come from like uh, all over the world that we can't send the prize to. Yeah. And uh, we'll end up with, with our five. So, Boomschlang, what have you got for us there on the feed as far as Insta, your gram is concerned? I do believe that, um, that I've got to decide the winner tonight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed full upon us. Uh -huh. There we go. So good. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh, no, oh, no, yeah. Hmm. Oh, chronic cultivation is a well Tiggy's alls. That's really, really pretty. Yes, how's you going too fast? I know it's a set. Oh, it's a set thing. Yeah, a set oh, okay. Thing. Hello Tricosa. Wow. Plant nation. That looks like um, kryptonite or something. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty. It's also black, black here. Mmm. Hmm. Wow. Sure. You know what? I think oh, I've got to go for the um, the one with the honeycomb. Just because the bees are really close to to my heart, and we've got um, we've got oh, I think it's four beehives here on the jazz farm, and um, that looks beautiful. 
honey, crystals. Okay. The winner is the honeycomb one, which is Plant Nation. Plant Nation! Congratulations! Well done. 2000, 2019. Um, Please, please get hold of us. There's thousands of ways to do it, but uh, on Instagram, DM would probably be the best. And then Joe will put it on our prize list, and Amy will send your prize off to you, uh, which will contain some of the amazing seeds of hope. Stuff, yeah. So uh, please give us uh, please give us your addresses and contact details as soon as possible, because we've got prizes that lie around or they get returned or. Whatever, and we'd really like to get all of these amazing goodies to you mm. because our community is so incredibly generous mm. um, to send us all of these these uh, prizes oh, all the time. Sharing so. is caring. Yep. So yep. what's happening out and about there? So, but first, I want to hear what Dan has to say. About? Oh. You're growing. Oh. Your oh, toolkit. Yeah, sure, you. It's something you really wanted working. to show us. Yeah. <laughs> So, growing with the buds, let's have a look at what we're looking at here. I've got these, I call this my toolbox items. And one of the items that I always believe, well, let's just get to it. Basically, you've got to have a whole toolkit in order to grow your buds, right? You've got to make sure you've got everything you, your toolkit is Oh look, working. there's Hashman. Hashman. No. So, one of the tools that I always carry with me or try to have with me are glasses. Um, basically, these are glasses for growing. Not for growing, but to go into grow rooms outdoors. I mean, indoors, which will change. Room, right? Yeah, sorry. Oh, look how funny rooms. it looks up with the light. It you looks like it's eyeballs. So what this does, it color corrects the light in order to give you a, the right color spectrum of your plants. So when you look walk into an indoor grow room, what you've got is a very orange or red hue on the plants, which you can't see if the plants are sick. You can't see if there's a deficiency. Um, it's very hard to tell unless you turn the lights off and then use, say, a spotlight. Could you get arc eye from certain lights in the grow room? Not arc eye. Or, or, or at least damage to the your eyes. I think if you looked into the lights, yes. And you know, with yeah. the side lighting, yes, you probably could. It's a it's a lot of lumens. It's a lot. It's a very it's very a bright. Yes. When you walk out of a grow room, if you walk out of a yeah. grow room into any other space, your eyes are have to adjust very very. Mm. Uh, well, take, they take quite a while to to adjust. Yeah. Difference, yeah. So with these glasses, uh, these basically help you to just see correctly and able to make out what you want to see. Correct from the color, yeah. Then the other option see these glasses, you can see it there. Yeah. Method 7s. Oh, and what are they called? What they're called make Method 7s. Method 7s. Yeah. Method 7s, you can get them from GrowGuru or pretty much any of the grow stores in South Africa. Yeah. They all have mm. some type of grow And they glass. have those great, that great t-shirt that says, don't grow blind. Don't grow blind, mm. yes. Yeah. Or you can get yourself one of these fancy little clip-on attachments. Um, we put that on the front of the camera here. It's basically, this is for your cell phone. So if you want to take photos of your plants, um, you go and buy one of these, and these clip onto the phone, and what they do is they give you a much clearer... Yeah, no. That allows you to take photos of plants that's the right color. And that's also method seven. Also from wow. method seven. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, for all of those people who entered Instagram or Instagram um, enthusiasts. If you want to step your yeah. game up, you've got to buy one of these. Step up your game. <clears throat> yeah. Or if you're in the canvas business and you need um, 
pictures for your website and you've got beautiful plants and then yeah go professional yeah, that seven also sells a lens that you can buy which goes in front of a camera so you can you can use a slr and you can basically put any kind of color correction on it so yeah Thanks, Dan. That's tool. <laughs> Reports from Dan's toolbox. Wow. Mm. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, now so I can So now we can try again with the calendar. <laughs> okay, so what we've got coming up on Saturday, the 5th of June, we spoke about it last week. It's the Women of Weed event in Morningside, Durban. 275 rand per person. You must book in advance. Go to all their socials and figure out how to do it from there. The speakers that they have, they've got Laura James, owner of Grow Weed Africa Kloof. She shares how impossible odds set the stage for miracles. Dr. Fatima Hansa, homeopath, elaborates on the medical benefits of THC. We all know the medical benefits of THCs. Um, Jayshree Parusaman will uplift you, I apologize for my pronunciation, but she will uplift you on how to overcome challenges life throws at us. Kirsten Callaway has us engaged with sticks and stones and stigmas. Jackie Bars from SMSA Trading will be sharing stories and accounts of how she's been working as an activist to change stigma with family and friends. And then uh, Chantal Dubois is a ward counsellor and she's going to be speaking on what it's like to be a woman today in the political arena. It's quite cool to have oh, someone in politics yeah. coming to a cannabis event. And then they have uh, Attorney Jane. Jen will be there to answer any questions, clarifying the legal position on cannabis, etc. So that's like a pretty packed e event. For, and I think, yeah, and women of weed in Durban, please support. Yes. I mean, I hate to say this, but Durban, you don't really have the best reputation for supporting so events. You can smoke large, yeah. but you don't support those. Yeah. No, come on, Durban. It's you have nice warm winters. You've got no excuse. Go out and support the women in weed. It'll be a great day out. Exactly. Yeah. Then also on Saturday, fifth of June, Chiba uh, Cannabis Academy. Chiba, Chiba, Chiba. They've got an open day. You do have to pre-register online, obviously, so that they can keep their social numbering distancey vibes going. With the new things, yeah. Yeah. Um, the campus tours are at 11 and, and 12 and you get to meet the team and you get to meet current students and talk to them like about their first-hand accounts of what it's like studying Achiever and all of those things. Then on Thursday the 10th of June they've got an online uh, event which is the Cannabis Myth Busting Q&A. Um, ah, they Beat us to it. We no. were talking. We were thinking about doing a mythbusters. Oh, I'm thing. still working oh, on some mythbusters. I've come up with yeah. a segment. But they're going to be talking about how to scale the cannabis grow, and you get to ask questions before because you're pre-registered for the event. So if you've got any nagging questions, ask them ahead of time, or you can ask them live through the uh, through the event. And that will be with Dr. Harry Chirirua. Ashluri, Nate Ferreira, and Kubus Skuman. Oh, Ashluri! Yeah. Oh, wow! Yay! Good, good on you, Ash. Old friend of, of so, all of us. And it's online. There's no excuse. You can do it from your bed, under your blanket, next to your heater, next to the fireplace. Like, really, it's online. You don't have to climb out, right. the, out the house at all. And then, of course, we've got our usuals. We've got the Grumpy Cow Market at the Bosheville Country Estates in Maldestrift. Uh, beer, eatery, music, cows, all the things. And then the joint on Sunday uh, from 10 to 4 will be their market. There's cool. pizza in town, <clears throat> always good pizza. vibes. Good coffee. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah good amazing coffee. stuff. 
and that's your weekly calendar for the next two weeks that I know about. If you have any events that you'd like us to tell anybody else about, please slide into our DMs, all the contact details, joeatfieldsagreenforall.org.za. It would be nice to hear from you, thanks. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Boom Schlang, have we got some poll results? Mm, I just want to remind so. everybody um, no poll Nothing results yet. yet. Oh, guys, at the bottom of your page, there's three buttons you need to push like, share, and, and lastly, subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so if you're feeling a little bit extra energetic, tap that bell for notifications on. We'd also like to remind everybody that uh, the content on this show and the opinions are all of our own oh, and exactly. we own them and all of that. Um, we're sorry if we swear or whatever. But our mission is always just to entertain a bit, inform a bit, educate a bit, but also to implore you to support those who support legalization. You know, it's since losing our main event of the year two years in a row, it's been a bit tight out there in cannabis activism world. And if it wasn't for our amazing affiliates, um, we, we certainly wouldn't be able to be here today. We wouldn't be able to pay for the data. We wouldn't be able to um, keep the place warm and uh, transmit everything out to you. Mm. So big shout out to all our affiliate, affiliate companies. Uh, at the moment, our designer, Keith, the awesome Keith from Merch on Demand, and uh, Robin, our uh, web developer, are working on a brand new package for affiliates. And I saw some sneak peek. Ooh, uh, of of the artwork today and so that's hopefully we can unveil that to you next week but you know working as a web developer and a designer when you've got all of this um, uh, load shitting all over the place oh, and you don't have you don't have um, reliable data and all of that and we know that Robin lives out on the farm so affiliates there's a whole new package coming a whole new look coming and uh, we look forward to maybe introducing you to that next week yeah. where we're going to be talking all about um, cannabis business and what is it really about and mm. what are our opinions about We're going to put our license, our, our unicorn, we've got two unicorn hats in the house. Yes, yeah. so we might be discussing unicorns next week. Mm. Okay, so who's to blame when children accidentally ingest medibles? And just to say, uh -huh. before you said it, there are 20... Oh. Three votes. 23 votes, just so we've got okay. numbers so we can get a yeah, bit so of Yeah, so that's reference. a disclaimer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you to the 23 <clears throat> people who voted. And now I've lost it on the screen. Uh, no, it's okay. Um, well, everyone needs to take responsibility, really. The producers uh, and the parents. Oh, oh, there. Sorry, blonde, blonde. Yeah, got it. Got it. Hands don't. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not going to go that way. There we go. Okay, so hmm, shall we start at the bottom or at the top? Okay, so the parents, 88 <laughs> percent. Yeah. The weed, oh, four percent. So one person thought that the weed was to blame. Oh shame, man! Yeah, I poor Dacha got the blame again. Yes. Blame it on the weed. Blame it on the weed. Must and then eight percent said the manufacturer. And I think that that Very comes in. Yeah, it's sort of side with. That's a definite factor. I'd sort of side with the two with the two people who thought that, you know, maybe that packaging was a bit too attractive for that four-year-old. At the end so, of the day, you're putting a concentrated medicine mm. into an edible of some sorts. You've already spoken about skittles and skittles. Yeah. But I don't. 
think that the, the, the parents, and I mean, when one mustn't assume that there's always parents around mm. either. Also. Um, but you would assume that that adult person who bought those medibles uh, would look at it and think, wow, that would look attractive to kids. So 88%, which is 22 people, which I think when you think of the great scheme of things, 22 people, to, mm. you know, 23, 24, 25 people took the trouble to actually go to Facebook and vote, and 88% thought that it's the parents to blame, and yes. so do we. I agree. At the end of the day. As a parent, <laughs> I agree too. Mm. And now we are five past eight, so we're five minutes over, over our hour, and thank you so much for joining us. And in uh, in customary fashion, Dale, what have you got to say for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> know your rights. Grow your own. Stay safe and choose happy. And light one up for Jules. Oh, Thanks yes, for watching. Like, Bye. <laughs>